Those who supported Fahadin are executed quickly and in secret by Karajadin's forces. On the verge of losing his own life, Indris is saved by his uncle, Ran Nasaratfa Ariskandar. The Asran elect and the arbiter of the change set to oversee the course of the war against Fahadin. Indris is surprised when both himself and his comrade, Shar Ferein, are pardoned for their part in the civil war. His relief is short-lived, as he suspects Asran Vashni, leader of the Federationist political faction, will want Indris to repay the debt of his pardon. That night, overcome by the nearness of death, Indris becomes involved in a tryst with an unknown woman and, after a single night of passion, wakes to find her gone. Mari, Karajadin's warrior poet daughter and a senior member of the Feasin, the Esran's elite personal guard, is shocked that her father wants to continue his ransacking of the nearby wetlands. The glow she felt after her assignation with a nameless lover the night before fades rapidly as she listens to her father's schemes to rise to even greater heights of power. She is even more shocked by how sick and aged her father has become, as well as his obsession with the words spoken to him by the oracles, that Karajadin is destined to become the father of empire and the leader of his people. Despite Mari's urging him to find another way to cure his ailment, Karajadin renews his efforts in the Romark to find the answers he needs, as well as the weapons of past civilizations that may aid him in fulfilling his destiny. Karajadin's young wife, Yashamin, of an age with Mari, is one of Karajadin's most vocal supporters, wanting to see her husband as the most powerful man in Cheyenne. Karajadin's sons, the witch-trained Kazraman and the deadly swordsman Belamandris are enlisted more fully in his plans. Hesitant to become drawn into Shrianese politics and the vendettas of the great houses, Indris plans to leave Amnon, the city filled with nothing but painful memories. It is his friends, Shar, Hayden, and the wraith knight Omen, who convince him to stay long enough to pass on what they know about Karajadin's activities in the nearby Romark. Before leaving Amnon, Indris speaks with his uncle, Ariskandar, and the Asran Vashni. He reveals that he and his comrades had been investigating the illegal excavations in the Romark and their belief that it was forces working for the Erebus who were responsible. Vashni and Ariskandar ask Indris's help to locate and return Fahadin so the truth of Karajadin's falsehood and corruption can be more fully understood. Though initially prepared to allow events to unravel as they would, Karajadin is thwarted when he is informed that rather than Vashni stepping down from his post as Asran at the end of the year, the magistratum is considering allowing the well-loved monarch to remain as Asran indefinitely. Karajadin is furious, yet it is his master of assassins, Thufan, as well as Wolfram and Yashamin, who convince Karajadin to take matters into his own hands and to seize power before it is too late. Mari is drawn deeper into her father's schemes when she is asked to help in Vashni's assassination. She is surprised to discover Indris, the man she had a one-night romance with and the child of the great house of Nasarat she had been taught to despise, would be present during the proposed attacks. Yet she questions what she had been taught as well as her father's ambitions. During the assassination attempt, Mari decides to distance herself from her family's grab for power and takes no further part in it. 
Her inaction leads to her brother, Bellamandris, being badly wounded in a battle with Indris, and causes her father and his colors to reveal themselves to Vashni and Ariskandar. Though Vashni, his wife, his daughter, and one of his sons are killed, and Ariskandar and another of Vashni's sons are kidnapped, Indris and his comrades manage to escape. Mari seeks to absolve her guilt by presenting herself to the Phaeacene she betrayed, taking responsibility for Vashni's death. She knows it is something she may not survive, and is beaten almost to death in retribution. Indris, badly wounded in the assassination of Vashni, but saved by Shar and Echo, wakes to find his old Sikh teacher, Femensetri, has healed him of his wounds. She, like Vashni before her, tries to remind Indris of his duty to his people, as well as to himself. It is at a place of peace, in the heart of troubled Amnon, that Indris and